0: Hello, my name is Gina. Thanks so much for joining me for this Ignite podcast. I'm a mom, a grandmother, retired school teacher, and current yoga instructor for adults and kids. Helping our kids grow in a mindful way. So I'll be talking about kids in mindfulness, self-esteem, and helping kids develop um, a sense of gratitude. So how can we help our children become more focused or mindful? I know that we've all heard that cliche word, mindful, it's used a lot, but it does um, ring true. It's important to remember for kids when their minds are so full of everything else, it's really hard for them to stay in the moment, just like it is for adults. Teaching our children to live in the moment can be a matter of leading by example that used to be considered a badge of honor and still is sometimes, to be able to multitask. But research shows that the quality of what we're doing can sometimes suffer. So unless you're doing um, a mundane task, ironing, you're on the phone, you're doing something that you really don't need to think about, um, it's better to really practice being uh, mindful and staying in the moment. We also expect our children to learn how to do that, and kids are smart, but uh, most of the time they don't have the brain development that allows all the stimuli to work together in a productive way yet. So along with the electronics that provides faster everything and access to so much information, uh, this can create people and children who have a very difficult time staying grounded and staying on task. Take the time to show your kids how to focus and stay on task. You can begin with small things and really pay attention to them when they have something to tell you. And I know as a teacher and a parent and a grandmother, that sometimes the moment that they want to tell you something really important is almost always the one moment that you feel like you're super busy and um it's sometimes to give up that minute and not tell them to wait but do your very best unless you do have something that's monumental that can't wait do your very best to set the set the task aside for just a few minutes it will help you be a better parent and provide ongoing benefits between you and your children children need to be heard and they will also see that you're giving them a great example of the respect and care that you're showing them by giving them that undivided attention. Doing this, especially when the children are younger, will bank you some emotional and relational ground when they become teenagers. So when they become teenagers, middle school and above, they may not want to talk to you the way they used to. But you've laid the groundwork for them to know that they can come and talk to you and they know that they'll be heard. Give the kids and yourself the opportunity to try new things that will train the brain to focus. And these are some of those mindful activities. Uh, You can get it in yoga with breathing. And for kids especially, it's really good to teach them uh, breathing and counting. Some uh, easy and age appropriate meditation. Um I've had kids as young as three that were able to sit in, I mean granted very short, but they were able to sit in meditation. Art and meditation, mindful eating, um, especially fun with a piece of chocolate, a marshmallow, a lollipop, or grapes. And that allows the kids to focus on the five senses and really stay in the moment besides that it's fun uh brushing teeth so this one usually gets everyone laughing because you're spending time uh, looking at the toothbrush you take your toothpaste and you put it on top and you really um make it fun but by making it fun they are staying in the moment because you've set the precedence for them to do that So it's just really uh, good to train the brain. So um, one mindfulness activity that you can do that I've done with the kids and they seem to really like it is cloudy versus clear mind. So you can use a clear jar or um, a plastic jar, but make sure it has a lid or you can use a glass just uh, make sure that you have something to stir with you can place um to fill the glass or the jar two-thirds of the way with water and pour in about i don't know two or three tablespoons of baking soda and then you just watch the water clear so you can talk to your kids about the difference between a clear mind and a cloudy mind so that You can talk about all the thoughts that will sometimes come in when you're trying to relax and focus and you can ask the kids to think of a time when their mind was cloudy. So this, at this point, you might want to either shake up the jar to illustrate that that's what a cloudy mind looks like or stir with a spoon. Then you can discuss ways to create the clear mind, such as yoga poses, breathing, or simply just resting. So that's just one uh, short activity you can do with the kids to help them with mindfulness. Walking meditation is another one uh, that I've used that the kids really like. Um, When you go out for a walk, just and you might even want to challenge them to see if they can be quiet and not talk, maybe have them focus on something you want them to find. That'll keep their mind busy, have them focus on their breaths. Ask them to see if they can find a particular color, colored flower. Maybe see if they can notice a rabbit, um, a dog, or cat. And ask them that when they do see that, they can raise their hand. But they have to be silent. That's another way of getting out. That's really great for the family, too. So just a few things about mindfulness. Mindfulness. Uh, Self-esteem in children. Many children have issues with their self-esteem, may not have anything at all to do with anything you've done or said as a parent. I know that's the first place most of us parents go. It may just be messages that the kiddos have picked up from school, their peers, other trusted adults, TV or online. So although we don't want to overinflate our children's egos in an, an attempt to counteract possible damage to their self-esteem, we also want to make sure that our kids have a positive but healthy knowledge of themselves. Areas of strength and areas that may be a challenge for them. We all know that we have strengths or we- and weaknesses. As sometimes our kids need to understand that everyone has them. Um, And not just themselves. Maybe they're not aware of what they are and that's something to work on as well. So self-knowledge is very important when it comes to developing self-esteem for children and adults. You can help them to learn more about themselves and be more accepting of those areas of themselves that they may view as less than perfect. Helping kids to understand that we all have the same struggles and experience things that we're great at and we all experience things that we aren't so great at. You might even point out that even their favorite celebrities, a favorite teacher or a coach at school, um, anyone that they look up to including their parents, that everyone does struggle with certain things. Help them to think of all the things that they're good at. If you have a child that truly believes they aren't quote, good at anything, expose them to new learning, different activities, help them find those things and those areas that they do feel that they're good at. can also give them opportunities to develop develop those areas that they may need to work on. Um, Most kids are fully aware of the areas that they feel uh, they need to work on. So I find that some children are not totally aware of the things that, that they do have that are not a problem.